Hello everyone, and welcome to The Avatar Estate, a podcast where every week we'll be taking a look at episodes from the television show Avatar The Last Airbender. In this episode, we will be taking a look at episode 1, titled The Boy and the Iceberg. The intro is a form of exposition for this episode. The intro sets background information as to what the series is going to be about and kind of like the context and atmosphere of the show. The intro is narrated by Katara, one of the main characters of the show, and she is basically retelling the stories that her grandmother told her as she was growing up about the history of their world. We have four nations, each revolving around one of the four elements, air, water, earth, and fire. And war has been incited by the fire nation who have been colonizing the earth kingdom and eradicated basically a genocide of the air nomads or the air nation. Once the intro is over, we find ourselves in the opening scene, which is Antarctic waters with dozens of floating icebergs, and we see two young kids in a canoe searching for food or fishing. One of the male in the boat says, you know, watch and learn Katara, this is how you catch a fish. And then we see Katara water bending the fish out of water. Our first impressions of Sokka and Katara is that Sokka is very, I guess, like teaching Katara how to fish because they're both young and like, and we assume that they have to like find sustenance. And Katara, we see, has magical powers and is able to water bend a fish out of the ocean in a sphere of water. Katara ends up dropping the fish because she is a novice waterbender and Sokka ends up getting soaked but all of a sudden they're caught in a water current and they have to navigate all these icebergs and end up getting their boat destroyed, their canoe destroyed and being stranded on one of the floating icebergs. Sokka says how is kind of misogynist and sexist and says that women shouldn't be taking out on fishing trips And Katara, that's like the last straw for her. Her anger amplifies her waterbending and she destroys an enormous iceberg in the ocean. And from this enormous iceberg, a smaller one appears and it's glowing. They vaguely see the the silhouettes and shapes of a young boy and a humongous animal inside of the glowing iceberg. Katara, being who she is, she grabs one of Sokka's weapons and starts bashing the iceberg to free the person who is inside. This emits an enormous blue light, a beacon of light, into the sky. This beacon of light catches the attention of a young boy, very far away but close enough that they can see the light. He has a scar on his face, a burn scar on his face, and he has a traditional Japanese ponytail that we might see on a lot of um, apprentices. And he tells his uncle that the beacon of light is an indicator of the avatar and that we should follow it. 
The uncle jokingly says, you know, let me continue drinking my tea. We don't really know if this is the avatar or not. The scene changes back to the two young people bashing the iceberg and out of the iceberg comes a very short, another young boy. He emerges and like faints into Katara's arms as she like tries to protect him from like hurting himself as he falls. Um, as soon as the young boy kind of like awakes, he just says, you know, Katara, will you go penguin sledding with me? And Katara's like, sure. Um, soon enough, they like introduce each other. We have Katara and Sokka, who we find out are siblings. And Katara is a waterbender. And Aang, who and the boy in the iceberg introduces himself as Aang, who we kind of like see some abilities of an airbender in him. The scene changes back to Zuko and he is looking out onto the Antarctic Ocean and in the middle of the night and his uncle appears behind him, you know, saying, you know, we don't know if this is the Avatar. Your father, grandfather and great grandfather failed to catch the Avatar implying that this is not an easy person to find or catch. But Zuko mentions that his honor is on the line and that their honor was not at stake if they didn't catch the Avatar. We don't really know what this means at this point because it is the first episode, but we are seeing that Zuko is on a mission to capture the Avatar to redeem his honor in some way. And later on, we're going to find out as to what causes his search for the Avatar. His uncle goes back to sleep, but before that, like, the uncle is kind of like a very fatherly figure to Zuko. We don't know where Zuko's real father is, but the uncle is with him. He is very um, facetious. Whenever there's a serious situation, he, like, brings out a pot of tea or a pot of food and starts eating and talking about, like, you know, enjoying the meal, enjoying the day, enjoying the moment. And after that, we are back to the trio of Aang, Katara, and Sokka at Sokka and Katara's village. Here, Aang showcases his airbending skills using a hang glider that he uses to fly as he manipulates the air around his body. This kind of like brings hope to Katara's um, eyes because the last airbender, well no, the Avatar was supposed to be an airbender, and Aang is the last airbender as we find out, since we know that the Fire Nation committed genocide against the Air Nation. And this brings hope to Katara, and, and um, she kind of like is inspired by it, she's, she's, since she is a waterbender, she needs a waterbending master, and she sees Aang potentially as the avatar and as a waterbending master. The scene changes back to Zuko again, and here he is showcasing his firebending on a boat, on his boat. And we see that his uncle is his firebending teacher, and his uncle is very talented, we, assume, we can assume and infer, because he, does, he encourages Zuko not to use not to use his anger as like the fuel for his bending. 
in that instead that firebending should come from the breath and the anatomy from the muscles instead of like the, the emotional state that you are in but zuko is adamant in like using his anger and his frustration and his bending and he threatens his uncle saying that the avatar has been lost for a hundred years and that it's safe to assume that this is you know a person who has been mastering the elements and martial arts for more than a century and that if zuko needs to catch the avatar he needs to learn the advanced levels of firebending and his uncle succumbs to it and is you know teaching zuko a little bit more advanced firebending techniques the scene changes back to Katara and Aang who go out penguin sledding because that's what Aang wanted to do after he comes out of the iceberg. But here we see like a, a more vulnerable moment between Katara and Aang. We find out that Katara is the only waterbender in her region and that there's no one in her village that can teach her the more advanced waterbending techniques. We find out that there is another waterbending tribe at the North Pole. And but the South Pole, Katara's village, doesn't have contact with that part of their culture. But Aang has an enormous flying animal, a bison that can fly. It's hard to explain if you can't see it, but it is a flying bison. And he offers his companionship to take Katara to the Northern Water Tribe, where she can potentially find a waterbending master. Aang and Katara go penguin sledding together and after they find themselves at, like, at a coast and in this coast there is an old Fire Nation navy ship that is stuck in ice and Aang wants to go inside and explore it but Katara is like reluctant to and Aang says if you want to be a bender you have to let go of fear and Katara wanting to be a bender she pursues Aang and go inside the Fire Nation ship. Here we find out that Aang doesn't know about the war and the colonization and genocide that the Fire Nation is committing. And Katara comes to the conclusion that Aang has been frozen for more than a hundred years since he doesn't know about the war. Aang just thought that he was frozen for a couple hundred of days in the iceberg. But Aang has so much information to learn about that we that the audience already knows due to the intro. And Aang kind of like is shook by this and he's like having like an existential state but he kind of like comes over and they continue exploring the ship and Aang accidentally sets off a navy flare and this catches the attention of Zuko who is part of the fire nation and already has a navy ship with him and immediately Zuko pulls out a telescope and he sees Aang and Katara escaping the ship in the flare running towards the southern water tribe village and here we see that Zuko is you know more excited because he really thinks that he found the avatar and the episode ends after Zuko's um dialogue but here we can start talking about like our first impressions of the characters the first person that who talks is Sokka and he's obviously um, a little bit sexist, sexist towards his sister. He, he's very like macho. 
we find out that Sokka and Katara's dad, who was the chief of the Southern Water Tribe, went to go help out the Earth Kingdom, and he took all the men in the village with him. So Sokka is now the oldest male in the village and has taken on the responsibility of all the male, um, the male, the traditional male role in the village. So he protects Katara, his grandmother, and the other women and children in the village. He has weapons. He um, obviously can navigate a boat somewhat. He has a watchtower. And then we have Katara, who's like very motherly and again a child. We can assume she's in her like 14, 15 age range. And she's a waterbender, but she is a novice waterbender and she lacks the knowledge to continue doing it because she just doesn't there's no waterbending master in her village but she is hopeful she has a lot of hope and she's hopeful that Aang's presence now can boost her and find herself a waterbending master and then we have Zuko who is on a mission to find the avatar he's very adamant about it and he just wants to keep on training and continuing the search for the avatar and now that Aang emitted both the beacon of light and the flare this kind of like solidified his idea that the avatar is alive and then finally we have Aang who is an airbender now we know probably the last airbender and we don't know whether he is the avatar yet but because of the intro the viewer knows but the the viewer knows but the characters in the show doesn't know but Aang kind of like is reluctant to admit the avatar and this is going to be a big plot point for season one and i really look forward to continue speaking about this with the audience and i look forward to continuing this podcast in these episodes And I encourage everyone to find the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming services. See you next time.